Hey guys, this is Yael. Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess. Welcome to another mini-sode. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at jewishlatinprincess.com, your host, Yael. I want to give you a boost of inspiration, of confidence, wisdom, trust, momentum. I want to be with you every weekday. And I'd love to hear what you think of these mini-sodes. This whole week, when you listen to these, can you do me a huge favor? Leave a review on your iTunes app, take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me or send that screenshot to yael at jewishlatinprincess.com. Every single one of you who submits a review and sends it via Instagram stories or email will be getting a Starbucks gift card and 20 minutes with me where we can get to chat one-on-one. Yep, we'll drink that coffee together. And I want to also remind you that the Bitachon Boost Retreat will be July 25th and it's going to be totally magical and life-changing. Grab your spot with the early bird special saving you $70 and with a chance to win a copy of the newly printed book, Gate of Trust at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat. And now, here we go, ladies. Here's our mini-sode. Somebody asked me, what do you say to your students or to your coaches when tuition is almost half of take-home pay. What do you say? And she told me, I just got a bill and the bill is for $70,000, $75,000. Granted, it's still, it, didn't, it didn't show the discounts that they, I, I know they're going to give me and all that, but it's $75,000. Like that, that, that is a big ticket price. It's a shocker, right? And so the question to me was, what do I say? So I I feel like I'm going to be super honest here and give you the answer that I gave to her and maybe expound on it a little bit because it wasn't the setting to really go into it at the time. Um, And it's not going to be a popular answer. And I might get, you know, some tomatoes thrown at me and that's okay. (laughs) And that's okay. So the way I look at it and, and the thing that I said very briefly is, well, in that case, it's really the work that needs to be done with the student is twofold. It's mindset and it's making money. Those are the two things that really come to mind when I hear this issue, which I know is a real issue that most of us who are paying for Jewish education face. My approach, and this is why I said this is not super popular and might get tomatoes thrown at me. My approach is not start the whole complaining about the system and the whole thing. It's totally not my approach. That's not to be said that, yes, there are systemic things that could be done in the system. But my approach, as I've said here before, is more looking inwards at what do I need to do with this situation? What does God want from me? Because I feel that's what I can control. That's not to say that you sh- I shouldn't apply for the financial aid and for you know and all the things, but the focus is more on what do we do. And so that's what I teach my students. And that's what I wanted to share with you. So again, the approach is twofold. It's a mindset and it's making more money. When I speak about 
mindset, there's two things that come to mind. Number one, you know, I just said about not complaining. We just finished a seven-day challenge in my other group, in my membership group with my students, seven days of not complaining. And believe it or not, it's actually pretty hard, but we we did it. And it made us much more sensitive and much more conscious. And instead of complaining about things like the ticket price of tuition, right? What did we substitute that with? With gratitude, right? Thank God I have Jewish education to provide for my children. Thank God that I have children to provide an education for. Thank God that I get to pay for this. So the mindset shift is, and I talked about this in another group, I was giving a a talk right before Passover, the mindset shift or the, the mental, the approach is it's a privilege to pay for Jewish education. It's not I have to, but I get to. I get to do this. I get to do this. And this is so valuable that, yes, it has a very high ticket price. Now, you could argue with me, well, it's not. The school that I send my kids is not that great. But you could, all those arguments aside, okay? And then if, if you're not happy with the education you're giving your kids, then for sure, by all means, go find another school. Um, most likely, the ticket price is also going to be pretty high. The, the cost of Jewish education is high, staggeringly. Like it, it, it is pretty steep, no doubt. Okay. But from our perspective, what is our mi- mindset? I get to. It is a privilege for me to invest in this. And once again, we go back to that values conversation. If this is one of my core values, right? Jewish continuity, Jewish education, am I putting Am I willing to invest in that? Do I stand by that? Is it really a value? Do I live a life aligned with my values? Do my finances align with my values? The second aspect of the mindset is, of course, just as hard to work on, if not harder, it's the aspect of trust, right? The bitachon, the trust that the same God that is in charge of sending me this bill, because by the way, we we can point fingers at whoever, but right, God made it that that's the ticket price. Okay, it's the same God who's asked me that this is the life the lifestyle, the blueprint for the life that is best for me. Right, so for me to educate my children with Jewish values and Jewish learning and Torah learning and all the things that is important, that that's what I should do. Right, that's a blueprint that I've set for life. Right, that I've been given to give my children a Jewish education, a Jewish foundation. And again, back to the values, right? If that's important to me, if Jewish continuity is important to me, Jewish education is important to me, and we can get into a whole long discussion and another time of why Jewish education is so important. But assuming we all understand that that is the case, right? Now we're talking about the price tag and how do we deal with the fact that it might be, in some cases, as in the case of this friend, pretty much half of take home home pay, right? And let's be honest, like for most of all, even if it's not 50%, it's somewhere around 20 or 25% of our income. If you're lucky, if it's not more, just to put that in perspective, that's housing should be about 20%, right? So that it's a really high ticket item. Okay. So we have to focus on working on that bitachon, on that trust that God Almighty, who has asked us to provide our children with that education can 
and is completely able and capable of providing that that number is not lost on God, that God is not like he's involved in my life and everything else. But when it comes to this, he's not part of that, right? We have to trust that he has that, that he has this, that he has my back. We have to put our trust. We said before a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, right? We posted here in the group, more bitajon, more trust, more parnasa, more, more livelihood, right? And this has been proven again and again and again. So this is the, the first aspect. When I talk about mindset, in this case, I'm referring to changing our perspective and look at looking at this as an investment that is completely aligned in my values, a privilege. Being Jewish is a privilege. Being able to provide, to give, to educate my children in Torah is an enormous privilege. And what why wouldn't I want to invest in that privilege, right? So it's a shifting from the complaining and the, um, I know the word victim is very, very strong, but it's like that mentality of like, I've been, this has been done to me versus I get to do this. This is what is important to me. This is what I do, right? And hand in hand with that is cultivating the, and I have a partner. I have a partner who will provide, will help me, will carry through because I am doing this with full trust be- that that this is what God wants from me. And therefore, he's going to take care of it, right? So that is a major, major work, but this is just to plant the seed, right? And we can go talk about Bitajon and how to build that um, extensively, but this is just the first idea. And then the second idea that I said is the making more money because at the end of the day, if the part of the challenge here that perhaps God is sending us is you can do this. Yeah, this is what it costs. And hey, I know you have tremendous amounts of talent. And perhaps this is a, an invitation to maximizing that potential that is latent in you, right? So I think we can't take out from the discussion that yes, this might be the push that we need. Sometimes these are the pushes that we need to get out of our comfort zones and decide that we have to make more money. We have to partner with God and say, okay, I get, I get the memo. I get the memo. This is important to me. And what would I not do right to make this happen? And obviously within the parameters of what I am allowed to and supposed to be doing as a Jewish person, but we all understand that the idea of making more money is sometimes one that we shy away from because we have all these um we have all these biases let's say or these beliefs right like making more money will imply that i won't spend time with my family or that i won't raise my my children or that that i'm materialistic or that you know i'm going to become greedy or whatever whatever garbage we are carrying around around money right kind of touch it it's touched upon there when i when we go to discuss that it's like all of that comes up, right? So I will still challenge every one of my students to look for ways to make money. And we can go on this again extensively, but I just wanted to come really, really briefly and say those two things. When we're faced with such a challenge, the two things that really quickly come to my mind is we got to work on the mindset and we got to make more money. Right. And I know from seeing it time and time again in my life, my husband's life, and my students' lives, my coaches' lives, that 
making more money is actually a lot easier than we think. And that tapping into our potential and maximizing it and becoming more entrepreneurial is actually a lot easier than we think. The mindset shift also needs to happen there, right? It's more of a getting out of ourselves and giving it over to God and understanding, okay, I need to show up to serve in the world. This is this is how I this is how you made me. This is how I'm I'm born to do this. This is how I can do things. And then the value exchange starts happening. But there's a lot here that we can unpack about making money and women and making money and the imposter syndrome and the fears around that and all that. But I just wanted to really briefly just say what I answer to this person, the approach that I would take to this issue, which I know firsthand how real it is and how scary it can be when we get hit with this and we're like, how in the world will I pay for this? Right. And this is where the work comes in. And we have to trust that we can do it because God is going to help us through it. We have to trust that this is what we want to do. We have to get ourselves in that mindset. This is actually really important. Therefore, I will do everything that I need to do while I'm also handing over the responsibility of the results to God, right? I'm showing up in partnership with him to make it happen. Okay. So those two things, the mindset and the trust, the bita- I'm sorry, the mindset, which is the trust and the bitachon and the understanding that it's a privilege and the making money, I think come hand in hand when we're looking at this. What doesn't fit here, what's never going to be helpful in this narrative is focusing on complaining and feeling like this is being done to us. Nothing's been done to us. Everything is from our creator, every single little thing. Okay. What do we do with it? Okay. So I work on my mindset and I get moving on the action also. I have to make more money. So those are my two cents. This is not in any way to discount that it is difficult. It's not in any way to discount that schools could maybe be doing a better way, part of a larger discussion, but it's just to hone in into what do we do as individuals, aside from whatever the system needs to do and whatever we could do to impact the system. But first, let's start with ourselves. Hey, ladies, I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode. Please leave a review on iTunes and share the screenshot of your review on Instagram stories tagging me or via email. I hope this mini-sode gave you a boost of confidence, of wisdom, trust, momentum. And speaking of boost, I'll be hosting the Bitachon Boost Retreat on Sunday, July 25th. This will be a virtual all-day retreat where we will go all in on trust, Bitachon, the only sure way to live a life of tranquility no matter what kind of adversity we may face. I know firsthand the impact of working on Bitachon, and I'm here to help you not just understand this powerful tool, but make it actionable, making it something you live with every day. Let's get rid of worry and anxiety and live tranquil lives where we're open to the abundance and the goodness that God has in store for us. Block your calendars. I've planned a super special and life-changing day for you. Me and my guests will bring you super hands-on exercises and inspire you with wisdom and experience so that absolute trust becomes your default state of being. Get in at the early bird rate and save $70 by heading over to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat to join plus If you're one of the first 10 ladies to register, you will receive the newly printed book, Gate of Trust, which is 
hands down the best resource on the topic. And not only beautiful spiritually, but physically. It's a gorgeous book you will enjoy learning again and again. So block your calendars for July 25th and save $70 by enrolling at the early bird prize at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat. I can't wait to see you on July 25th. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit jewishlatinprincess.com.